0: I mean, it's kind of cute, right? Hello, and welcome back to Kind of Cute. And if you're new here, welcome. I'm your host, Bailey Evan. And on Kind of Cute, we discuss articles from The Cut and my general pop culture musings. And I have a little bit of some updates, a little bit of goss for you today. So I know this first thing feels very through the grapevine, but my friend's sister is dating a guy who is in the same fraternity as Tyler C. from The Bachelor. And according to this friend... What Gigi texted Tyler, slid into the DM, slid into the text, was the following. Hannah is trash. I'm cooler. Woof. I mean, that's kind of brutal. I didn't watch this season, but I know Tyler was kind of considered like one of the good guys. And he's from Jupiter, which is about... 30 minutes north of where I live and he was just presented as this, this kind of like down home guy and if that's really how Gigi slid in like that's like kind of harsh don't you think I mean I guess he did get dumped by Hannah so maybe it's not that bad but I think it's a little harsh I don't know obviously Gigi has some big cojones on her so props to her Another update, Miley and Caitlin are officially done for now at least. So guys, as of now, my bet that they weren't going to be married next fall is going strong. And now we can get on to our cut articles. And for the first time, I want to discuss a video by the cut. So they have these, this video series um, called like How So-and-So Gets It Done. And this week, I watched the one by Claire Saffitz. And if you are not familiar with Claire Saffitz, uh, she is the star of Bon Appetit. She does amazing pastries. She has this YouTube series on Bonapetit's channel called Gourmet Makes, where she makes um, you know, childhood favorites like Pop-Tarts, Pop Rocks, Hot Pockets. She makes a gourmet version of them. It's one of my favorite things to watch on YouTube. And um, I'm just very intrigued by her. And I'd say she's kind of a private person. Like on her Instagram, she really only posts pictures of food. When she films her video, you don't really see a glimpse into her kind of inner life. So I thought this video was really interesting. Um, and. In the video the why why I'm talking about this is because in the video she casually mentions that she has a boyfriend and this wrecked people in the comments like the amount of guys that were coming out devastated that Claire had a boyfriend and they like couldn't shoot their shot was astounding and I just love that Claire has this much you know warmth towards her because she's a a Harvard grad so she's a smart little cookie she makes really good cookies uh, she has this like chic gray street a la rogue from x-men in the front of her hair that is what I aspire my grays to look like sadly mine are just um they're voluminous in amount but they're not in one you know chic section they're just kind of everywhere more of that kind of salt and pepper look that guys can pull off but on me and not so cute so she's really just my idol kind of overall like I love her recipes I just love her and I just again I was just so glad that people were so because she's not like your typical she's not some little like you know model looking person she's very normal looking pretty very nice skin um, she's 33 years old. So I just like that so many people have an appreciation for Claire. And I'm very glad that The Cut did this article or this video. I'm sorry. And they also exposed in it that her next Gourmet Makes was going to be Hot Pockets. And if I had actually recorded this podcast when I meant to record it, that would have been a spoiler. But sadly, the Hot Pocket episode was already released. It was 43 minutes long. And I watched the whole thing while I was at the gym. And who made that time fly right by? No, I actually didn't. Being in the gym is always awful hell but you know it made it go by a little faster okay another little update regarding the cut that i forgot to mention at the very beginning was that i saw hustlers this week and i definitely recommend seeing it i think first you should read the article uh the hustlers at scores which as i told you last week is a cut article from 2015. uh it's a great great article jessica pressler who's the author of it uh, is played by julia styles in the movie so it's kind of this meta situation going on in the movie. I thought they did a really good job of interpreting it. Uh, I love JLo and Constance Wu together. JLo, literally her best role to date. She's so Jenny from the block in it. And I think Jenny from the block is the best Lo. She's also having a great week because it was announced this week that she's headlining the Super Bowl with Shakira in Miami, which I'm like oh, so hoping I can get tickets to that because Uh, It's in Miami, so it's like close by, and I would love to go. They're both Latina queens. Um, And speaking of J.Lo, there was an article in The Cut that came out today that revealed her bronzer, the one product that she can't live without. And obviously, you guys know I'm into a celeb beauty hack, if you will. So this one, I was like so amped about it. I was like, oh, maybe it's like, you know, bronzer, like Hulu bronzer, like something I can afford, add to cart. No, it's the Serge Lutens. Is it? Is it? Oh, it is French again. Can can we just keep track of me like going an episode without having to say a French word? Because I don't think I've been able to yet. So Serge Lutens bronze. It goes for one hundred and seventy dollars, as in one seven zero dollars doll hairs. Uh, So I won't be trying that anytime soon. Pretty sure they don't have a sample of that out at Sephora. And also pretty positive JLo's glow just comes from her goddess-like skin and not from something out of a compact. But I guess that's neither here nor there. (sighs) Sorry, guys. I was like so heated about all those updates and little like tidbits that as usual, I didn't let myself breathe. Mm. But now we are officially on to our first article of the day and this is called is Lana Del Rey dating this celebrity cop by Sanjita Singh Kurtz which we've actually done um some articles by Sanjita before I feel like she's another one I like with Marie Lodi my girls um so basically Lana Del Rey uh Norman fucking Rockwell her album just came out People are very into it. I have to say, I am not a huge Lana stan. I think she's very talented and I like her songs like, you know, for that if you're going for that kind of moody, oh, I smoke cigarettes vibe, but like, I'm not that kind of girl. Like her music is is a little, it, it's not like hype pop enough for me, but you know, she's gorge, Gorgiana. love her face. And uh, she was spotted this weekend living out her suburban fantasies in Central Park with a man named Sean Larkin. Now, according to his Instagram, he's a full-time popo and a part-time CrossFitter, and he goes by the nickname Sticks. And as the cut points out, it appeared that they were enjoying iced coffees together. Um, But something the cut did not mention in their article is that on his instagram profile there's a hashtag and his bio called be ageless and at first i thought maybe this was for a grander cause you know he was really trying to support a charity or something but then i scrolled through his insta and there was one of him posed in front of a payphone holding the phone to his ear with the caption old school hashtag ageless hashtag nyc hashtag classic hashtag, hashtag didn't even have a dial tone so now i'm just thinking he's just encouraging everyone to be ageless And it's not really for a greater cause. But I mean, I agree with that. Act like a kid, you know, do your thing. But I went very far back in his Instagram because you know if anyone's going to be an investigative journalist for you guys when it comes to an Instagram, it is moi. So I go back, I find this picture, it's like a picture of a vending machine, like the kind you see in bathrooms, and you know how on Snapchat you can like draw little images on top of the picture, like text, and you can like draw a circle around something? So it was a picture with like red drawing on front of it in circles, and it said Tic Tacs, and then above that it said condoms. And this was a picture he had posted on his Instagram, so not aesthetically pleasing, With this caption, the English have their priorities squared away. This is a vending machine in the bathroom at the London airport. So he was pointing out that this vending machine had both condoms and Tic Tacs um, and then decided it was a good idea to post this on his Instagram. Mind you, he has like teenage kids who are probably mortified. I mean, I would be if my parents posted that. So back to the Cut article, it says that nothing else is known about the relationship except that they do follow each other on Instagram, which I feel like is pretty notable and kind of supports that maybe there is something going on there. And can we also talk about how Miranda Lambert was recently married um, a pseudo-celeb cop? Is this the new trend? Is this Lana really leaning into her Americana? But much like I think that Anwar Hadid is not cool enough for Dua Lipa, I'm not sure I think Mr. Stix is cool enough for Lana. So we'll see where this heads. Next up, for Chloe Savigny, I never know how to say her name. Chloe Savigny, Friendship Smells Like Pierogies by Erica Smith. Now, you guys know I love these Smells Like articles, all the way back to our Anwar Anwar, you're getting two mentions today with your big-ass candles. Today, we've got Chloe. And she says that happiness smells like popcorn. Uh, And I just so agree with this. And then she talks about, like, bougie popcorn. She says, especially when you go to the Four Seasons in Los Angeles and they put all kinds of wacky stuff in there like that's the stuff um and now I'm never going anywhere that has bougie popcorn but if I was like sign me the hell up I would totally agree I know this isn't really riveting but I just wanted to say that I agree with her I fucking love the smell of popcorn a movie theater is happiness that's why I do this podcast to get me out of the doldrums of law and maybe into like an entertainment job help me out guys leave me a five-star review and a five-star rating kisses Okay, so she says, Heartbreak or loss smells like Xanax, salt and tears. What does a pit in the stomach smell like? Or anxiety? It's raw, empty, and hollow smell. It also smells like money and paper, a little retail therapy. So, obviously, that last line is what really struck a chord with me. Again, as discussed, show me something cool on Instagram and with that dopamine. So then she says, uh, friendship smells like pierogies from Veselka and sweaty dance floors. Now I'm just including this because I would like to see if anyone can vouch for Veselka. It's a Ukrainian food place in New York that I always pass when I'm there and I'm always intrigued by it. And I was thinking of taking my sister there because she studied in Russia and I thought Ukrainian food and Russian food would be similar. But I think I was very wrong in thinking that and they're not really similar at all. So, so uh, I don't know. Um, I still want to go. And then she says that the worst smell is low tide and again this isn't really noteworthy or riveting but i hate this smell also even though it does remind me of home in florida so i guess what i'm trying to say from all of this is that i thought chloe would come across as way more pretentious than she comes across in this and what a pleasant surprise now, I do have to add that this whole story was basically a low-key ad for her new perfume called Little Flower, but I enjoyed it nonetheless. I mean, this is an example of a well-played spawn con, And so for that, I applaud her. Now, next up, we have another article by Sanjita Singh Kurtz. Hello! It's called The French Girl's Guide to Disneyland. And... Uh, I'm sure you have an idea of what this article is going to be about. And let me just tell you that you are wrong because it's not what you're expecting. So here we go. It says, it's perhaps this embrace of a blasé French attitude that led a 32-year-old Swiss man to take LSD on a trip to Disneyland Paris, a la Lisa Simpson. Le Parisian reports that the man's girlfriend slipped him the drug after when she promptly disappeared into a pond, launching a 130-person search with helicopters and dogs. Rescuers found the man naked and barefoot a mile outside the park and that's, that same evening. Both he and his girlfriend were arrested, but released after 24 hours, having suffered enough. Disneyland Paris was reportedly unfazed. So the reason I included this article was mainly because I'm fascinated by psychedelics and would really love to do them in a controlled environment. Um don't quote me on that not saying I ever have not saying I ever will but you know just hypothetically so maybe this whole thing just sounds somewhat aspirational to me like minus the whole you know waking up naked a barefoot a mile outside the park and getting arrested part and it's so funny that they mentioned Lisa Simpson because as I was reading this article it so reminded me of that terrifying Simpson episode which is probably one of the only ones I've seen where they fall in the disgusting theme park water I think of that scene every time I'm at a theme park again I don't need Mr. Popo Sean Larkin coming after me but just keep in mind that I'm very intrigued with the use of psychedelics I was reading a book by a, a, psychol- a psychiatrist I think who was lauding the effects of using psychedelics to treat mental illness and he's really kind of trying to push them to make them more mainstream and it was a super interesting book and uh, yeah uh, if anyone has a shrooms hookup you know asking for a friend I guess okay next up we have an article about Michelle Phan. so Michelle Phan was the kind of original YouTube star and this article discusses how she was the first beauty influencer Uh, and then she literally like disappeared from the internet in 2015, and then she made an I'm back video in 2017, but then she didn't post again until just recently. I, I always think it's interesting when influencers kind of completely divert from the original thing that made them famous. And a lot of times it's because they picked up steam in sort of mainstream media. Like you see Lily Singh, who is the first female late night comedy host, who started out solely as a YouTuber. So I think it's really interesting when they make this crossover. But I almost think it's even more interesting when they kind of just drop off the radar altogether. And this article was fascinating because I didn't realize that Michelle Fan had gotten into Bitcoin. And now that's her thing, She's she goes around, she does like the circuits, she talks about how Bitcoin is the future. And, and I thought she made a really good point because she talked about in the article that she's always been interested in things that allow decentralization, which she said is why she got interested in YouTube in the first place. Because if you think about it, just like me with this microphone on a podcast, and I do also have a YouTube channel that you can find at Bailey Evan, It does allow anyone with, you know, a camera, a microphone, an internet connection to create their own channel and create their own space on the internet. And so her point was that that's a similar thing with Bitcoin, because it's not a bank owned currency. It's not owned by a government. It's not regulated by a government. And so it allows people to be their own bank. And she liked the kind of, you know, control over that. And the part that I just really want to discuss on this podcast, because you guys know I I dabble in astrology. I'm not a pro by any means. And I actually kind of like my Enneagram, I think is more fitting to me than my Capricorn sign. But maybe we'll talk about that on another episode. So I'm just going to read what this says. So it says she spent all of last year slowly hiring a team for M, her makeup brand that she bought back from L'Oreal. First of all, I wanted to look into that more that she bought back her brand from L'Oreal. I can't imagine how much that would have cost. Did she use Bitcoin to buy it? So when she was hiring people, the last question she would ask them was about their astrology sign. And she said, I wanted a very nice, diverse, astrological place. If I have a team of water signs, it's going to be too emotional, too volatile. Or if I have too many earth signs, it'll be too grounded. If I have too many fire signs, it'll be too volatile. Everything, everyone will be competing. And to that I say, honey, what is wrong with having too many earth signs and being too grounded sounds like a fabouche thing to me coming from a Capricorn sun and a Virgo moon. But um, I do agree with her thinking that water signs would be too emotional and volatile. <laughs> Just kidding. I love my scorpions, Pisces and cancers. Um, but she says she's an Aries and a Sagittarius rising. So she needs spontaneity or she becomes really bored. And she says she's found that constant simulation in the world of bitcoins and blockchains. And, um, And she says she's more excited about that than when she first discovered YouTube. So again, crowdsourcing my lovely podcast listeners, can you guys give me a crash course on Bitcoin and blockchain that I can understand? I once went on a deep dive. I went into the depths of Reddit trying to figure out how I could mine Bitcoin. And I truly, like, I don't understand it. I'm like, is it like... to me, it kind of sounded like a video game, but a video game that you need very high-tech, fast computers to be able to mine Bitcoin, which does not, I mean, it seems like a huge investment just to be able to get the Bitcoin. And to just go on a complete tangent, one time when I was in, I think, Vermont, or was it Canada? Maybe Canada. I was at a gas station, and they literally had a Bitcoin vending machine, so you could put in $1,000 and get Bitcoin in a gas station vending machine. Like Mr. Popo was impressed with the condoms and Tic Tacs. Hello, give me the Bitcoin. Um, and so, yeah, it just goes on to say how that she's become a Bitcoin evangelist and she's been buying up shares and she's even an investor in Quarters, which is a cryptocurrency gaming company run by a 12 year old. Uh, hello, the cut. When are we gonna follow this 12-year-old who who was frustrated when coins he'd earned in a video game went to waste? So she says it's probably the most important investment you can ever make in your life. And she says that seriously, without hyperbole. And at the end of this article, as again a complete tangent, she talks about her recipe for moon tea, which is where you warm the milk tea well, you warm the tea in milk. Before you add water and sweetener and it's supposed to make it smoother and less bitter and I'm really hyped to try that guys. So I'm gonna try some moon tea. I'm gonna get some Bitcoin. So thank you Michelle fan. Welcome back to the internet. And last but not least guys we have our legit shit for this week. Uh, First up as if it isn't so... Evident already and I swear I'm gonna try to get a more diverse selection in the upcoming weeks But I'm just so into like a nice bath product, you know, I like a nice conditioner. I like a nice candle So this isn't shower oil. I'm also obsessed with oils because I'm a dry ass little chameleon Um, So this is the La Okay, so that's two, two French words. We have this week um, shower oil and it's really cool because I love oils that when you lather them up they actually like kind of switch from an oil to like a creamy substance and that's exactly what this body wash does and it just feels so luxurious and it smells so amazing and it doesn't really smell like almonds but it just kind of has a sweet smell it doesn't really linger which i wish it did but i love it. And then my other you're getting a double whammy legit shit today because my other thing is that i went to a Dominic Fike concert last week with my sister and i've been a fan of him for a while. He originally is from Naples. Uh he now lives in LA, but he's a Florida boy. He also spent a lot of time in Miami when he lived in Florida. Um and he, he did a show and it was so fun, and he, he doesn't even have a ton of songs out right now, but he's such a good performer. He's super cute. He has a little tattoo of, like, the apple symbol on his face. Um, he just literally has star written all over him, and I can't wait to see him blow up. So I really recommend checking him out on Spotify. Uh, you've probably heard his song, Three Nights. That's kind of, like, the most popular one that always plays if you're, you know, at the mall or whatever. Um, but, yeah, get into that. Get into the shower oil, and I will see you next week. Bye.